0: One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin & Bullion. Buying and selling gold, silver, platinum, and palladium bars and coins. And rare and collectible coins. We also buy gold scrap and sterling flatware. If you wish to buy or sell any of these items, please call 402-327-2853 for an appointment. Welcome to One Shot, One Life. Helping you win with money, people, faith, work, health, and your hopes and dreams. We help you stop worrying and start winning. I will not waste my life watching the world go by. I've only got one shot. One shot. One life. And now, welcome your host, best-selling author, speaker, CEO, husband, and dad. Doug Fitzgerald on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN.
1: Welcome to One Shot, One Life, the show where we help you stop worrying and start winning in the areas of money, people, faith, work, health. Inner hopes and dreams. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. We're broadcasting smack dab in the middle of the United States in Lincoln, Nebraska. We want to thank you for taking time out today to join us for the show. Uh, we're grateful that you're here. And uh, also, we want to welcome everybody on Facebook. Thank you for showing up, Facebook Live. Uh, we've got recordings everywhere. We've got podcasts, Facebook. We're excited the show is growing. We're seeing analytics, so we want to thank you as listeners for joining us. Uh, and speaking of Facebook, um, you can always find our pre-recording of Facebook at 1400 KLIN. And plus, you can see what's going on behind the scenes. So you can see video of all of us and, you know, a bird's eye view, like during, I guess, mainly the commercials, mm-hmm. right, Josh? Yeah, the, in the
2: very beginning. Because
1: yeah. we can't, for some reason, we can't broadcast for commercials, which probably on Facebook, they're like, ah, oh, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> we don't need any more commercials. So there'll be a blank spot, right? And then, um, you know, we'll come back in live. So if you're watching on Facebook, that's what will be happening. Speaking of Facebook, Johnny Cadillac is back in the studio. We're so glad that he's here. He was off last week and he's back here today. Thank you so much for getting us running live in the Metasphere that uh, we were talking earlier before the show. The Metasphere, you know, all this AI stuff's kind of taken over. But uh, maybe that we'll save that for another don't say show. It that way, we say take over. <laughs> Pretty soon it'll, it'll be the one-shot, yeah. one Life show with with Doug, and then it won't even be me. It'll be digitized, Doug. digitized. Yeah. So robot Doug. That's right. The voice you're hearing is our executive producer, Josh Floyd. Josh, thank you uh, for getting us on the air. You run everything behind the scenes, so we appreciate it.
2: It's hard work but it's worth
1: it. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> Moving the work. Move a
2: couple sliders and push
1: a couple buttons. We appreciate the work. Well last Glad week last week we had a great guest, a friend of the show, Tracy Morrow. Tracy's the relationship expert and personal growth for uh, and leadership expert for Maxwell Enterprises. That company is founded by one of the world's top leadership experts, John Maxwell and she works directly with John. She's a co-host for his podcast which we deeply appreciate. Anyway, Uh, She was here last week talking about her brand new book, which is going to be released Tuesday the 21st, and uh, we want to thank our listeners. She wanted me to thank our listeners. She sent me a video of her getting her author copies, and then she got from her publisher yesterday notification from Amazon that she's now a number one bestseller um, with that book, which isn't even released yet.
2: That's incredible.
1: Which is really cool. We want to congratulate Tracy and her team on that. If you want to check the book out and you want to pre-order it, uh, you can go to the website, com. That's dot Pre order the book get it um i've got several copies on order um that we're going to be giving out my family's going to be giving out to different people so uh they make a great gift i just you know i want to encourage you uh tracy is just um just an expert about relationships marriage and her family and her marriage to her husband casey are just a true um just a true example of what a, a good marriage can be going through the ups and the downs of life. So um, if you haven't heard the segment from last week's show, um, just go ahead and go to our podcast. Josh, how can people check out the podcast and tune in to not only Tracy's episode but all episodes that we've had in the Yeah, past?
2: every single episode ever, uh, download the Spotify app or if you're on an Apple um uh, ios phone you probably already have the apple Podcasts app either one of those will work just perfectly they're both free to use for podcasts just go on there and search one shot all one word one life all one word and there you will find all of our shows for all of our previous shows and forever in perpetuity
1: and like us and follow us give us feedback we want yeah. that we yeah appreciate if could, that
2: if you could leave us a review on there too we'd be very very happy actually how about the well Why that'd be tough. I'd love to give a book. I'd love to give a one shot one life book to somebody who leaves a review. Let's do this. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, send Doug an email at Doug at klin dot com, um, and we will get you. We'll get you a book out. First person
1: leaves us a review, we'll get you a book. Cool. I'm good. I'm down with that. I love giving away books. He loves giving away my stuff, yeah. Josh. He loves giving away my stuff. So, Speaking of Josh, we've got a great guest in the studio, a friend of the show. He's Ooh. been here before. The more Joshes, the merrier. I'm telling you, it's all about the Joshes at this at this studio. Uh, anyway, we're going to be uh, looking at the area of faith, specifically how to live a life of true content and happiness, which is hard. Uh, I saw a Gallup poll earlier this week that shared some <laughs> very discouraging news. Uh, the polls, uh has been asking Americans every year uh, for the past two, decades how happy content and satisfied that they are uh in several areas of their life so gallup reported this they released this year's results back in february uh, but josh i'm going to give me um, ask you real quick in 2020 what do you think the percentage of americans were that were satisfied with their lives and this was before the pandemic the
2: amount of people that are percentage satisfied are
1: satisfied or happy with their lives before the pandemic
2: Bef- pre-pandemic i'm gonna go 15 percent
1: wow okay 48 percent oh okay a little more optimistic <laughs> oh there, wow poor well, josh i've got a dark I, view on i on guess life don't well, I... maybe we'll <laughs> all right well how about 2021 then i will get we'll, maybe right, we'll, we'll go help go get to closer 30. to you to your dark mind <laughs> we'll go down to 30 uh 41 percent jeez but this year before all the economic crashes, the economy crashes, the inflation, all this stuff, uh what was the percentage? Sixty. Thirty eight. So I told you we were coming down to your Oh okay. so only thirty eight percent people were satisfied I, with what was happening in their lives.
2: Okay. I figured maybe it would be on the upswing since nope. things are open. And now. it's the
1: lowest that's ever been reported at Gallup. ever for two decades and not only that but i can guarantee you i can guarantee you that it's even worse today with everything that's going on so yeah it's not getting better that's for sure no it's unfortunate let's let's move out of this this lane here all right um but uh, because it's so important and because people are really being impacted and really aren't happy with their lives um we want to um we want to bring on a guest today that will really help us learn about how do we be content how do we learn how to be happy because it's a choice that we make Um. because the reality is it negatively impacts our lives the less content we are. Our health, our relationships, our work and career, the outlook that we have on our faith and our finances, it totally impacts that today. So our guest today is a friend of the show, uh, faith expert, Pastor Josh Luce. He's going to join us. Josh um, has been here before, back in October of last year. Uh, We had a great episode there, well-received by so many of our listeners, because he's real, he's transparent, he's practical in his approach to faith. He's the Associate Lead Pastor at Berean Church here in Lincoln. He's been a pastor for 22 years. He's a great husband, father of three, and just a good uh, good friend. And back in May, I heard him share a message that was so good, and it was practical, uh, where he talked about how to effectively handle the things in our lives that rob our contentment and how to live a life of contentment. He shares six C's that rob us of our contentment and then he teaches us how to deal with those things as he's learning them himself so it's gonna be a great show so join us if there's somebody that you know that needs to hear this message um, right now uh, just go out there and message them real quick get them to listen to the show live should or... be about two-thirds of the people you know it's <laughs> like <laughs> you're right you're right so there should be a lot of people listening yeah. in yeah uh, but make sure to listen to it and you can also listen to the recording of it I heard or excuse me I read a great uh, Quote this week from Benjamin Franklin, who talked about contentment, he said this, content makes poor men rich, discontent makes rich men poor interesting maybe i like that we'll, maybe we'll talk about that later all right well coming up on the one shot one live show we have more incredible guests coming uh... next saturday financial expert michael krauss is going to be here with the uh, economy struggling and inflation going through the roof and most markets tanking and people having a tougher time making ends meet um, month to month michael's going to come in and give us some tips on how to really be successful with our finances not only that but josh did you know that during um, times like these is when wealthy and ultra wealthy people make the most money Really? Yes. I did not know that. So Michael's going to share uh, uh, with us those secrets so that we can take advantage of this time. People always think it's a, it's a downer. Most people think it's a downer. The reality is this is a time where you can get rich and we're going to talk about how to do that um, next week on One Shot, One Life. Well, as we close out the uh, first uh, part of the show today, we've got a fun new segment we were introducing, which I'm excited about. Um, you know, we have some of the best loyal listeners around uh, uh, for the show. Last night I was able to MC an event, a great event where I met several of our listeners and we just had a great conversation about who they like best on the show and why they listen to the show. Um, but Josh, you know, we've been talking about this. We want to engage our audience even more. Mm-hmm. We could bring in incredible guests, great guests that I trust that um, provide expert advice and action steps in the areas of money, people, faith, work, health and your hopes and dreams. But we want to give our listeners even uh, more of an opportunity. We want to give you more of an opportunity to engage with us and to have practical steps throughout the week um, that will really help you enhance your life. So we're introducing the One Shot, One Life Challenge of the Week. How does that sound? I'm so excited for it. Yeah, we talked about it earlier this week. And so what we're going to do is this. Each week we're going to provide a challenge that's going to be very practical for you to carry out that week that will really help you and those around you. And then also we want to be able to interact on our social media platforms as well to see how you're doing and to encourage people along the way. So we'll introduce the challenge. And then hopefully, you know, we're going to hear about how that's going in your your lives. And then the next week, we can do just kind of a quick recap of that. So, do you want to hear this week's challenge? I do. All right. The Gratitude Challenge. You may have heard of it before. It's very simple. I know it's very basic, but it's so powerful. Uh, Since we've been discussing, you know, living a life of content, we know that being thankful... And, and grateful for what we've been given and what we do have will help us in that area. So all I want you to do is this: grab yourself a notebook, uh, um, you know, a little Post-it pad, or maybe a app on your phone or your computer. Write down three things every day that you're grateful for. Very simple, but very powerful. I've been doing this, and it just really changes your perspective. Especially if you do it in the morning, it gets your morning kicked off right in a powerful way. So three things every day um, that you're grateful for. Write it down and then we look forward to hearing how it goes with our listeners.
2: Is that three different things every day or can I write the same three things every day? Well,
1: Josh, speaking of your mind, we'll let you uh, do three of the same things. So you'd be triple grateful.
2: Okay. Well, no, because I have apparently such a negative view on society maybe i should (laughs) dig deeper to find the the good stuff so i'm going to do three different things every single
1: all right we're going to check in next week to say how you did yeah all right well we're going to take accountable all right, we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Josh Luce, the associate lead pastor at Lincoln Berean Church. And if you have a question or comment for Josh throughout the show, you're welcome to text us. We're now opening the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline at 402-479-1400. You can also comment on our Facebook live feed as well. You are listening to One Shot, One Life on Lincoln's number one news and talk station, fourteen hundred and and KLIN
0: got one life is presented by lincoln coin and bullion where we respect our clients privacy we discourage walk-ins to minimize customer overlap and fully encourage all customers to call us to schedule an appointment we operate by appointment only to offer our customers a discreet and confidential transaction you're listening to 1499 3 klin you only have one shot in this amazing one life helping you make every single day count. This is One Shot, One Life on 1,499.3
1: KLIN. Well, welcome back to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and a big thanks to one of our show partners, uh, which we have several of now, Youth for Christ of Lincoln. Youth for Christ is a non-denominational, non-profit organization serving over 2,400 youth in the Lincoln and surrounding areas. are led by awesome guy, Executive Director Matt Schulte. Uh, youth for Christ serves through three specific ministry areas, Campus Life for teens of middle schoolers and high schoolers, juvenile justice for jailed teens, and parent life for pregnant teens. They do an amazing work here in the Lincoln area. We really appreciate them being a partner of the show. Uh, Plus, we've uh, started a brand new podcast called Engaging Today's Teens. We'd love for you to check it out. Matt and I help equip parents, teachers, and grandparents to navigate uh, with their teens through their formative years. This week's episode, we talk about how to discuss difficult topics with your teens it's a great uh it's a great episode and matt does a great job unpacking it and giving you practical steps and yes josh we do have slang of the day do you want to hear it i do all right slang of the day for this week is the word bussin 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 yep you know what that means i didn't know it before so you're gonna have to check out the podcast yeah i'm gonna all have
2: right. to listen to it that one i don't even i have an idea but i, I
1: don't think it's Probably right. All right, go to yfclincoln.org to check it out. You'll learn what bussing's all about. I can't wait. yfclincoln.org. We want to thank, again, Youth for Christ of Lincoln. Well, today we're excited to have Josh Luce back in the studio. Josh is the associate lead pastor at Berean Church here in Lincoln. He's been a full-time pastor for over 20 years. He's a great husband, a father of three. And back in May, like I shared earlier, I heard a great message that he shared about contentment and how to live a life of contentment. It really resonated with me. I took notes right away, and uh, I was like, man, as soon as as I heard that, I'm like, we got to get Josh back on the show. So Josh, thank you for coming in and welcome back to One Shot, One Life. Thanks, Doug. Anytime <laughs> I get to be in the room with you guys,
3: it's a good day. Oh, And your listeners, yes. some of the best listeners in the world.
1: Oh my goodness. We are grateful for, for what God has done through this show and we're just taking it step by step you know awesome. and hopefully uh, continuing to spread the word around the world not just in Lincoln but around the world well Josh you're uh, you you work with people pretty much every day in serving them and and teaching them about practical uh steps in regarding scripture um you're living life with them really uh it's in a raw and transparent way and really trying to walk alongside them every day are you finding that people are becoming um, more or less content as you interact with them?
3: Yeah. It's, as I look over the last couple <laughs> years, what what I think has really become evident is that there's this thing that's set under the surface that's been inside all of us, but th- it's almost like this storm came. I kind of think of it in terms of this pond, and it's settled all in the bottom, and the storm came through and stirred everything up, and now it's on the surface. Uh. And we all see it, and we got to deal with it. But where before, we could kind of try and put on a happy face or try and somehow pretend like it wasn't there, but all the difficulty has drawn it up. And so we're seeing more of it. I think it's probably always been there, but now it's even more evident because people are just responding to it. And I'm one of them, right? right? So it's trying to figure out how do we truly find contentment in the midst of such a crazy and chaotic world that we live in.
1: That is such a good picture of that. And I've noticed that as well, especially with the pandemic and dealing with it now with the economy and, and inflation and all that stuff. Um, I think it it can be a great thing for people Mm. now having to deal with, really deal with things maybe that they've put off, like you said, and allowed to settle and just, if it's out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Absolutely. Well, you gave a message uh, back in May called The Heart of Contentment. You shared six C's that rob us of our contentment, and throughout that message, you provided practical steps really to take, um, to become more content with our lives. So I would love for you to share those with us today. Um, How did you get the idea for this message that you gave, and what give us some background
3: Yeah, for sure. So as we were talking as a church, what are some of the areas that we see in our lives that we long for change in? And maybe we've tried something and it seems like maybe we saw a little bit of change and then instantly right back and we seem like we're in this cycle and we can't really get real change to happen in our life. And so we started really going through some of those different areas in our life. And so our series is called uh, real change, getting to the heart of it mm-hmm. because we realize it's not just behavior modification. There's something deeper at the core that we have to get to the, the heart and the root of. And at that, that's where change starts to really take place. And so, One of the areas for me that I've been trying to grow in for years is just this area of contentment too. And so it was a good study for me to really dig into it. And we went to the book of Philippians to just be our guide through the whole thing.
1: So, yeah, so you're referring to the Bible yep. and the book of Philippians, which is great. I think chapter four. So if people want right. to walk along and you'll be referring back to that, sure. I'm assuming throughout the next several minutes, you gave, you gave a great intro question when you got up and you started sharing, uh, actually you gave several questions, but a couple that really hit. Do you find yourself becoming more irritable and frustrated or more joyful and at peace? And, uh, if you could change one thing, then that you think would be okay, what would that be? Right. And it really drove me to start thinking about, man, what are the things I'm really either complaining about or have issues with Mm. that are robbing me, really, of my joy? Yeah. Uh, My wife's really good at reminding me, Doug, when you say things like that or you do things like that or think things like that, it's robbing you of joy. And now that I think about it, not only me, but it impacts her then, obviously. Yep. She's noticing it and the people around me. So um, let's dig into these six Cs. that yeah. sound good? Um, so let's dig into the first one, and it's, uh, it's probably one of the top things that robs us of contentment. What is that first C?
3: The first one would definitely be circumstances, right? We, we think if this circumstance just changed then finally I'd be content, right? And so either getting out of a bad circumstance or going into a different circumstance that we long to be in. So it really helps us to go, okay, what am I holding or putting my whole trust that this is going to satisfy? This will bring the complete satisfaction in my life. And uh, it, was, it was really interesting. I was reading an author, Dr. Henry Cloud. He has a book called The Law of Happiness. And mm-hmm. he was talking about contentment that we find in in life or satisfaction they did a study over several uh Americans and they found that 10% of what people would attribute their happiness or their contentment to in life was circumstantial so 10% of happiness would provide that 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 satisfaction uh found in circumstances but what he said is it would give a a bump for just a bit and then it would go down to what he called a set point so it would just be a temporary happiness or satisfaction or contentment and then it will go back down to the set point and he was talking about how we all have different set points depending on where we're trying to find our mm-hmm. contentment or satisfaction in so it just reminded me that even though circumstances might change they aren't the thing that I can hold on to that will give me the complete satisfaction in life. Because once I get to that spot, I'm always going to want something different.
1: Right. So what are, give, give us some examples of that. Cause I yeah. think of like, you know, yeah, maybe like I, I bought my new truck, like what, six years ago. That right. was really cool right. at first. And now I'm like, Oh, how quickly that wears
3: off. Doesn't right, it? right. Or I, or I get that, that job I wanted. And then I just want the promotion or I'm in a relationship and then I want to just take it to this next level. Or it's no matter what it is, if it's a circumstance, it never provides that full, long-lasting satisfaction. And so for me, when I look at the book of Philippians, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. We all like to rejoice or express what we really find our deepest satisfaction in. And we do that in all sorts of things in life. And that's not a bad thing. But what is the ultimate thing that I can find deepest satisfaction in? And that's where I would go back and say the First spot, it's got to be can't be my circumstances. My circumstances. It's not the what, it's the who. Right. And so my circumstances uh, could be very difficult. But if I find my deepest satisfaction
1: in God, even in the midst of those difficult circumstances, I can find contentment. And you're going to walk us through how to find that satisfaction in God as we go through the show today. What about negative circumstances? What about bad circumstances that happen to us? Right. Maybe we can or can't control. Right.
3: I think the piece in that to really think through is that there's a spot in the Bible where it says uh, to be grateful in all circumstances. It doesn't say be grateful for all circumstances, but in all circumstances. So so when I have negative things, hard things, it's not that I sit there and I put on some kind of fake face and say, man, I'm so grateful for this circumstance. But instead, within that circumstance, what can I still find something to be grateful for? It kind of goes back to your grateful mm-hmm. challenge. What, what can I still find outside that's even bigger than that circumstance that can give me hope and peace? And the incredible thing that I'm learning in my life, Doug, is that sometimes those negative circumstances, those difficult circumstances are the times where God wants to do something in me. Mm. That he can only do through that time. It it awakens something. It shows me something. It gives me an opportunity to be more vulnerable or to really lean on him for the change that I want to see in my life. That when things are all good, I tend to kind of ignore God and say,
1: no, I got this. (laughs) You know, this last week, Tracy and I were talking. Tracy Morrow, who I talked about in the first segment. uh, we meet. We try to meet on a regular basis. We have been doing that for over 18 years. We had a couple of negative circumstances happen to each of us. Uh, Over the past couple of weeks, and we were talking about how important it is that um, both of us were realizing in the middle of the circumstance how important it is to react well Mm -hmm. because we know that it gives an example to those around us how we react we realize that how we react really reveals our heart. absolutely in a negative time Mm -hmm. in a difficult circumstance when something happens to you you don't have any control over and you just want to lash out but the truth is um you know that's robbing you of your joy right absolutely Absolutely. There's, it, I would say
3: going back to that passage, right? I, I use that as my anchor to find truth through this. How can true contentment come back to you? The next verse goes on to say, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Or, or another way you could say that is let your gentleness mm. be known to everyone. And, and nobody wants to say I'm working on gentleness, right, <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm going to the gym after this, guys. I'm going <laughs> to work on my gentleness. Kind of sounds like I'm trying to tickle a kitten with a <laughs> feather or something. I don't know. <laughs> But, but the word that's used here is is this way bigger word. So it's this gracious spirit. It's this kind spirit. It's this yielding, this forgiving spirit. In fact, it's, it's this idea that I live in a posture ready to forgive. And so if in that posture I face difficult things with people or difficult circumstances and I live with that posture, that's a different kind of person in this world. Mm. People don't live with that posture to forgive others to to let that be what's evident to everyone but that really changes not only me it changes the people around me Mm -hmm. just like what you were talking about with your friend
1: yeah and you can and when you meet those kind of people who have that gentleness and willingness to forgive it's so refreshing and rare absolutely and we want to become more like that all right let's jump into the second c uh before we take our next break um Is actually something that I talked about um, with one of my one-on-one coach clients this week, uh, because it's one thing that can really hold us back from from pursuing our absolute best life. What is that second C? Second
3: one is conflict, and obviously this is an exhaustive list of C's, right? Right. But whenever we hear conflict, we're like, yeah, that will rob (laughs) me of my contentment quicker than anything else, right? Because I could just, if I could just get into your brain right now and, and pull out that one person. That you're like, oh, if I never heard their name again, that would be too soon, right? There's nothing good that I have to say about them because there's nothing good about them. It's just like that person that just causes conflict. That is so difficult, and that can rob us of our joy so quickly.
1: Oh, and you need to, you know, and, and, and you ask the question, is there anyone in your life right now um, that, like said, so when their name is brought up, mm-hmm. it, it just brings up that anger feeling. How do we deal with that? Because I think the first step, I don't know, is just identifying that. First of all, when For I was sure? talking to my client, I was like, all right, the first step we need to do is just identify. Then we wor- are able to work through the process. Again, it comes to that heart
3: posture too, right? right. So back to this spot in the Bible, we talk about living in harmony with people. That means I'm entering into it on the same spot. I'm, I'm standing on level ground, wanting to come to that, that conflict in a way where I'm not trying to overpower them or dominate or get my way, but instead to hear them, to listen to them, but also to do what only
1: I can do in the situation, realizing I can't control them. Right. You can, we need to forgive. Um, and that's how we can control ourselves, but we can't, control how they respond absolutely well we're going to take a break but here's the thing you talk about this thing called big words in your family Mm -hmm. in your relationship with your wife i do want to get back to that before we move on to the next c so again thank you so much for being here josh um man we're going to take a quick break it's a great conversation excited for uh what's to come in the second half of the show we've been talking with associate lead pastor of lincoln berean church josh loose about having a heart of contentment Do you like to have control of everything, or do you know someone who does? Well, when we come back, you learn how to control how control impacts our contentment. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLAN.
0: One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin & Bullion. Buying and selling precious metals such as silver, gold, platinum, and palladium. We buy and sell coins and bills, both domestic and foreign. You're listening to 1,499.3 KLIN. be It's time to stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life on 1,499.3 KLIN.
1: Well, welcome back. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Thank you so much for joining us on One Shot, One Life. We want to thank our One Shot, One Life show partners. Uh, we have an amazing group of both local and regional businesses that support our message and help us get out what we do, and we can't do it without them. I deeply appreciate all of them. Lincoln Coin & Bullion, my trusted gold and silver experts for over a decade. They are our title sponsor. John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. They proudly serve the Lincoln and surrounding areas and been doing it for over 25 years. Casey Smile, Dr. Headley and his staff are amazing, love them all, they transformed my smile, they can do the same thing for you. Uh, Youth for Christ of Lincoln, they're a nonprofit, non-denominational ministry, serving over 2,400 young people in the Lincoln and surrounding areas. The Circe team of Home Real Estate, Jeff, Mary, and their entire team, which is basically their entire family, have helped my wife um, and myself over the last 30 years buy and sell five homes, and we highly recommend that you go to them for your real estate needs in the Lincoln area. And our newest sponsor, the Medicare Solutions team, Michael Graham and his team of Independent Brokers will help take the confusion about out of all the Medicare options that are available on the table for you and help you make the best plan possible for you and your situation. You can check them out at the Medicare solutions team dot com. And if you want to join us and be a partner of the show as well, we'd love for you to to come on board. All you have to do is email me directly at Doug at KLIN That's Doug at KLIN dot com. Well, our guest today is faith expert Josh Luce. Josh has been sharing with us the six C's that rob us of our contentment uh, in life and is giving us practical steps to really help deal with them. If you missed the first segment, you can check it out on our podcast uh, once the show uh, has been over and we've got it recorded and we'll throw it out to the entire world. All right, Josh, we've been talking about how circumstances and conflict can rob us. I want to stick with conflict for one second yeah. before we move on to the third one. You shared in your message about big world words. And mm-hmm. here's the thing about big words. Big words can lead to conflict. Absolutely. And you talk about these big words in your relationship with your wife. Explain that to us, because I think this is fascinating. Let me
3: give you one thing that will lead into that, because yes. there's also a spot in scripture where it says, it, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceable with all, right? Yep. So depending on your perspective of the Bible, that truth is is absolutely vital. And And the reality is I can't control the other person. But what I can do, what, what depends on me, I can control. Mm-hmm. So even that forgiveness thing we were talking about with conflict, right. if I choose to hang on to that unforgiveness – the other person's walking around, who's being hurt? We're both being hurt, right? But they they might not even be thinking about it at all, right? And I'm the one living so discontent because I'm carrying on. And I have the ability to choose to free them of that debt, to choose to forgive them. But also what you're talking about, Philippians, in, that we've been referring back to, goes on to say, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be named made known to God. And early on in my marriage, my wife and I decided we weren't going to use big words, what you were just talking <laughs> right. about. Big words like always and never, because it just didn't help the situation. So, so uh, like for me, maybe my wife would say, Josh, you never take out the trash. And I'm like, well, I did not li- this week or last <laughs> week, but I did four weeks ago, right? Never is a big word. Or I could say you always do that. And it would always contribute to just more conflict in our marriage, but we realized, okay, we're, we've got to eliminate those. And just instead of saying you talk about it and I, and not with the big words. So I feel frustrated when this happens, right? Yeah. And that would help us out. But what's crazy here is we we're studying through this is that he's telling us to not be anxious about anything. That's a really big word, right? right? Don't worry about anything. Is he saying, just live life laissez-faire, right? Like, don't worry. That's not what he's saying, but he's saying there's a way to live this life without worry, which blows my mind because we worry about some of the dumbest things, right.
1: don't we, Doug? Yep, absolutely.
3: I was driving home the other day and I saw we live uh, on this little farm just outside of town and, and I kind of get refreshed just getting away for a bit and I saw the, the grass was all cut and I just started to worry about what's happening in the space next to us. Like, oh, no. are, are they going to start planting? Are they going to build a house there? Are they going to... And all these things went through my mind when I couldn't control any of it. And it just caused me to worry and to lose out on opportunity that day because I was thinking about things I couldn't control when instead I could just
1: give over that control and and let God be in control of my life. Yeah, so this is a this is a good one to think about because especially with our kids when we interact and communicate with our kids, grandkids, you know, when we have these big absolute words from a negative standpoint, mm-hmm. it can really impact the way they see themselves and view themselves. Absolutely. And so I think it's important that we do that. And like you said, Paul talks about these big words, and there is a way to live that way, but it's so hard mm-hmm. uh, as humans. All right, let's uh, let's jump into the third C. Uh, and um, how can, how can that of our joy what is that third c so that third c would be control and and it's <laughs> it's probably the i one don't I control with. anything josh <laughs> i don't do that never
3: i mean who who does right no it's probably the one that that i struggle with the most because i just want to control everything so i have this plan that i want to work out in my life and it needs to go exactly according to my plans for me to be content right and so many of us live with that same posture but that's why we worry Because worry is me internalizing my doubt that God's not big enough and that I can't trust him to give over control in my life. And so what do we do? We try to take control back and worry. And how does that work out for us? (laughs) It's just, it doesn't work at all, right? So if I'm living an anxious, worried life, it's probably an indication that I'm trying to control things that only God can control in my life.
1: So what is a practical step then? How How do we release that control?
3: I think we go back. He says, don't worry about anything. But then what's he say? He says, but pray about it. Mm. So even when things are out of control or I can't control everything, there is something I can't control. I can pray. And prayer is always going to make an impact. It's always going to change
1: something. You shared a quote from Oswald Chambers. You remember that? I do. From the yeah. message because yep. I thought that would drove this home.
3: That quote continues to hit me more and more and more every year when I think about it. And he said this, every time we pray, every time, Our horizon is altered, our attitudes to things are altered, not sometimes, but every time. The amazing thing is that we don't pray more. So there's something always that's going to take place within the prayer and when I communicate and I talk with God. Maybe it doesn't make the situation go back according to my plans, right? But maybe it starts to adjust my heart more to his plans or soften my heart in the process. But God will always be at work in prayer. That's why he says, don't worry about it. Instead, come talk to me about it.
1: It reminds me of Pascal's quote that I've shared before, right? All of man's he says, all of man's miseries come and derive from not being able to sit in a quiet room alone. Mm. I think prayer is part of that process of God allowing us to to not only re- give our request to Him but also to contemplate, mm-hmm. to think, which we don't do very we don't do very well. To we listen. got so many to listen. Yeah. We don't do that very well, and um, I've learned um, over the last several years being able to have that regular time of just myself alone. Without the phone, Mm -hmm. without the computer, without anybody around, it has allowed me to really um, become more content because I'm able to think through things. I'm allowed to uh, allow myself not to worry so much because I realize that things aren't as bad as I think they are because I always make them you know right. I, I want that control and i'm always making things worse in my mind than they actually are yep. and not allowing god to to move through with that anything else in that area of control that you want to share well he goes on to say when I, when i do pray
3: exactly like what you're talking about when i think when i listen when i'm in that posture with god he says that he the peace of god which surpasses all understanding so god's peace which is bigger than anything i can even comprehend will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So he's actually going to guard our hearts from the worry. So when I actively get into that posture of prayer, he actually does something to guard my heart from the worry that I try to take control in. And I'm realizing, I'm learning, Doug, that I can't hold contentment and hold control. Mm. I got to let go of one of them. So either I can be in control and I'm going to let go of contentment, or else I am going to be content
1: and I'm going to let go of control and let God have control control my life there's lies in that process too right
3: absolutely there's lies there's a line of lies out the door right Right. that that your life won't be as good that you always hoped it'd be that your life's gonna be miserable that god's gonna ask you to do something you don't want to do that he's not big enough to come in the situation the list goes on and on and on so it comes to this big point of faith and trust right Am I ready to turn over that control?
1: And that's a big, those are big words. Those it's a big, big process, um, but we're all here to help each other walk with each other along the way. You talk about uh, that contentment, you know, and you share about contentment, you shared a story about going to the carnival yeah, uh, and how that relates to just contentment in general. Kind of seems like life, doesn't it? I, I
3: don't know if uh, our listeners are old enough to remember going to the carnival that would come into town. You got the lights going on, the smells, smelling the cotton candy get grabbing the hot dog and, and you, you've got them both and you, you see that game and you're like, Oh, that game looks fun. So you go over and you try the ring toss. Right. And <laughs> okay. you, you think, how I can, can it still be hear? Still it. I can still
1: hear it. Tinging off.
3: Yep. Right. You just think I'm going to get the first one. I got this, but you don't. And so then you pay another five bucks, get another three rings, try it again. And now you're driven. Like, I just want that prize. And so you're just spending all that money to get that prize. You get the prize and are you content then? No, because you look up at the wall and you see, if I got three of these prizes, I can trade them for the bigger prize, right? And so spending more money, trying to get more, because when I get that, then I'll be happy. You get that prize, you finally do. You're out, almost out of money, right? But but then you, you see that five foot, purple gorilla at the top right <laughs> like if I just can continue to trade these prizes up I could be walking home with that thing and you see that person walking home at some point they've got a stomach ache from all the cotton candy and hot dogs they've they're out of money they spend it all and they're dragging this big old stuffed animal and they're like well I didn't even want this to begin with right, <laughs> right. it just seems like that's us in life we just think well I, when I get this then I'll be happy and we think it's in, in something that we can get that will then give us that.
1: And that's part of that control, right? We think control is if I can just go out there and get this, do this, achieve this. It's going to allow me to, to be more joyful, content in all my life. But the reality is we realize it's just Robin. Right. Right. So learning how to, to, to deal with that. Let's move on to the fourth C. It's, uh, it's, it's one that I think is interesting because it kind of goes back to your initial illustration of just that sediment at the bottom of Mm -hmm. a little pond and things have been stirring up with our economy with the pandemic lately. What is that fourth C?
3: It's complacency. And the reality is they both come from the same place. So complacency and control both come from my selfishness. So either I'm going to try and control everything, and if I can't get it my way, then I'm going to be like, meh, I'm not going to do anything. This is just the way it is. I'm not going to do it." Complacency is when there's something that I can do to contribute to the situation, and I choose not to because it's not going to go my way, or I can't get it
1: all my way. Then I say, I'm out. And the reality is when you do that, right, the problem ends up getting worse and never gets better. Never gets I mean, better. When you deal with it. And you contribute to making the whole situation
3: right. worse, right? So think of your job. You have a way that you think things should go, but your boss just doesn't see it. So rather than continue to contribute in the ways that you can still make it better, you start holding that. You're doing the bare minimum. <laughs> I'm just going to like get by
1: because I'm going to be complacent. <laughs> it me of a movie my wife and I watched last night. I think it was called Fatherhood. Kevin Hart. It was hilarious. But there's a scene in that movie where, you know, he's raising his daughter on his own and she was probably four or five years old and she didn't get her way and what she wanted and the way she wanted it to go. So she goes stomping off the ground. He goes, right. don't you go stomping off away from me, little lady, <laughs> you know, and that's the way we, you know, when we don't get our way, right, that's, right. You yeah. become, that's complacency, stomp off, pout, and just don't do How it. many complacent, content people have you met in your life, right? It just, it doesn't
3: happen. <laughs> so there, there's gotta be another way. And I remember when I was struggling through this, I, that was kind of the spot. I thought either I want all the control or else I am just gonna be complacent. And I realized, no, there's a middle ground. There's a, a middle spot where I, maybe I don't get it all in my way, but I'm also not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. There's, right. a, there's a way I can still find contentment.
1: So good. Well, Josh, thanks so much. Uh, you're sharing some really helpful advice with our listeners and with me. Uh, I'm learning a lot, and uh, it's really going to help me throughout the week. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to dig into the last two C's that rob us of our contentment. They're complaining and comparison. Mm. Complaining comparison. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you don't want to miss this and um, what Josh has to say about it and how we can deal with it. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on Lincoln's number one news and talk station, ninety nine three KLIN.
0: One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion, where we treat each customer with respect and dignity. A customer who purchases $50,000 of gold is not treated differently than a customer selling a gold filling. Every customer uniquely contributes to our business success. You're listening to 1499 Free, KLIN. Helping you. Tap into the power of the ultimate success formula to win at anything in life. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us today on One Shot, One Life. Uh, we love having you with us. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. We want to thank our title sponsor, Lincoln Coin & Bullion. Pat, Courtney, Katie, and Aaron have been my trusted precious metals team for over 10 years now. Uh, they're good, honest, solid people. I was uh, messaging back and forth with Pat earlier this week. I don't know if you know this, but most people are feeling the pinch and the hurt of the, um, you know, the stock market you know, really collapsing over 20%. Did you know that while the stock market has collapsed since January 1st to today, over 20%. Gold has actually increased by a couple percent. Most people don't know that. Uh, it's designed to retain your purchasing power. So if you got questions about that, Pat, Courtney, Katie, and Aaron would love to talk to you about it. They're educators. They love helping people in the area of gold, silver, platinum, and palladium, bullion, and seeing how that can really help your uh, financial picture. Uh, if you want to learn more about them, uh, you can get a one-on-one meeting with them. That's how they deal with you. That's how they work with you because they want to give you their full attention. You can do that by calling them at 402-327-2853. That's 402 402-327- 327 2853 and you can go to their website to get more information lincolncoinandbullion.com that's lincolncoinandbullion.com and if you go in or you call them up tell them that you heard about them on one Shop one life well, what an insightful and helpful show today with Faith Expert and Pastor Josh Luce. Josh has been sharing with us his six c 's that rob us of our contentment in life and is giving some very practical steps that will help us live a life full of contentment and joy well let 's talk about the the two last final C's here, Josh, that you share uh, The fifth C is something that I think really most of us struggle with, and most of the time uh, we do it without even thinking and I hear it most often in conversations with people that I have. What is the fifth C? It is complaining. Oh. It's ready to rob you of your contentment. <laughs> really. It is.
3: <laughs> Man, think of walking into a room and when you walk in somebody's complaining and it, it what it does to the room. It just it just sucks the satisfaction out of the room. It, it makes you want to just join in and contribute right. somehow and complain too, right? Cuz we always have something to complain about right but the reality is we always have something to be grateful about too and think when you walk into a room instead somebody's rejoicing about something they're excited about something it just makes you want to like find something to talk about or get in that excitement and that joy with them so complaining doug it man it it's something that hits us and if we look around i think it hits a few others around
1: us too i was monitoring my own thoughts and my own words this week to see how often i complain and unfortunately it's a lot mm-hmm. i mean it's it's almost a constant almost like habitual you know what i'm saying it's almost like just a natural way that we talk mm-hmm. and um you talk about ways how do we get out of that 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 complaining mode right
3: yeah so there's another verse uh in first thessalonians 5 18 it says give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god give thanks in all circumstances so remember we said before it's, it's not being thankful for the circumstance but even in those difficult circumstances i can still find something to be thankful for right and so one of the practices i was having when i just i was struggling to find contentment I was the complaining guy that was walking around, just wah, 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 like, (laughs) right? I don't know how anybody would want to be around me. And I just decided, hey, every day I'm going to find 10 things that I'm grateful for, and I'm just going to tell somebody about it. So I'm not just even just going to hold it in in my interior. I'm going to actually talk about it. I'm going to tell somebody about it, because when I talk about it, when I verbally say things that I'm grateful for, it does something for the people that I'm around, but also it does something in me too. And actually as a family, we started putting this to practice too. So sometimes uh, we're sitting around before our meal and rather than do a traditional prayer, we'll just say, all right, everybody, we got to go around the table and you got to say five things you're grateful for. And if somebody before you says one of yours, you got to find a new one. <laughs> and and the reality is we could keep going around that table around and around because right. the more things that I talk about that I'm grateful for, the more I'm reminded,
1: oh, there is so oh, so much to be grateful for. Oh, I love that. I love that. During holidays, our family, uh, what we'll do is we'll point out each person. So we'll go around the table and we'll say, all right, um, like, for instance, to my son, Dylan, we say, all right, um, what's something that you're grateful for that you appreciate about Dylan? Hmm. And then we go to the, you know, Sydney and then Tammy and myself and what that does to Huge. a person's confidence and countenance and all that. And it it really builds up the moment. You know what I'm saying?
3: I still remember words that people have said in those oh. moments,
1: like what you're talking about, that spoke
3: into my life years later. Right. The power of those
1: kind yep. of things is incredible. And that's why we're told to think of those things, right? Yeah, absolutely. Think of things that are just good and, and encouraging and, yep. and, and beneficial. I want to challenge all of us this week. To monitor the, your thoughts and your words to see how negative or positive that they are, and then I love going into situations too. I do this. I do this on a regular basis. You know, Josh Floyd, John, you may not know this, but I, I'll come into the show or I'll come into the studio with the intention before I walk in the doors to say, "How can I encourage certain people? Mm. How can I be positive?" And it really does. It changes my outlook on on what I'm doing, and it also has an impact on other people right. as well. So. Right. Right. It's really good. And Doug, when we complain, think of so often, we complain about the things we don't have. Right.
3: So we don't find contentment within that. But when we start being grateful for the things we do have, we start to see all of that. And it does put our heart in a posture to be like, wow, I have so much. And that might not mean things, right? right? That might mean the fact that I can wake up and
1: I can walk to a job. Incredible. Speaking of walking. I literally on Thursday night got up from the couch and something happened with my knee dropped me to the floor for an mm. hour. It finally worked itself out, but I was telling my producer earlier today, I'm so thankful that I can walk. I couldn't walk for like an hour. Yep. And, and when, you, when, you, when you miss out on something that you've been used to, then you become more grateful and, and appreciate that more. Got a good friend. He's on staff
3: with us. He's been on a journey through ALS for the last mm. couple of years and just seeing all of the things that that, disease is doing to ravage his body and yet he's continuing to write he'll use his eyes with this program to be able to write messages and the interior contentment through such a hard thing is shows you that there's something deeper there's in the heart that he's found That is way beyond just the little things that we have day in and day out uh, that we long for that we can buy with money or that we can somehow uh, achieve through an event or something. There's something deeper that he's found. And he's still in that moment has loads of things that he'll talk about that he's grateful for. Mm,
1: That's so good. Well, we've got just a couple of minutes left. Let's talk about that final C.
3: All right. The final one is comparison. If you go back to Philippians, the same spot I've been going back to, maybe this piques your interest and you get a little curious, and I encourage you to go back and find the Bible, (laughs) download an app, and read through that book because, man, there's so much good stuff in there. But he says, after you pray about it, he says, my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Now, he didn't say every want. Of yours, Right. (laughs) He said every need. So my contentment isn't found in me getting everything I want because God is like a parent that knows what's best for his kids. And he's going to say, hey, this is what will be most helpful. So one of those last things that can try to rob me of my contentment is comparison. I will look at everybody else and I will always compare myself to people that have more, not to people that have less than me.
1: What about the example you give of the two kids given a toy? I just, I think that's so good. Yeah, just
3: imagine with me, you're in some kind of a research project, and you're asked to bring your your child in, and they, they go inside this room, and there's a table, they sit down, they bring them a box, and this child opens up this box. And as they open it up, there's a new toy in there. It's a shiny toy. It's a great toy. They didn't know what they were going to get going into this room. They didn't know what was going to happen. And, and the researcher just says, that's your toy. You can have that. And instantly, just joy, smile, excitement. And and they're thrilled. This is amazing. So, so grateful, content. And then they bring in another child. And they bring over another box. And they give that to that child. And it's a bigger box. It's a better box. And when they open it, it's a better toy. And instantly, the first kid just thinks, man, all I got was this dumb toy, <laughs> Right. right? <laughs> When we compare ourselves, we always compare with people that have more, and we lose sight of what full contentment is, because we'll never have enough.
1: Great information. If you want to um, go back and listen, I highly recommend it. Share this uh, episode with those that you love and care about. Josh, how can people get in contact with you?
3: You know, you can uh, hop onto our church website, shoot me an email. You can find the messages that we've been talking about there. And Doug, can I give one final thought? Sure. Your enough will never be enough unless your enough is found in God. Mm. I would love to talk
1: with anybody else, ask questions about that, too. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for coming in. We really appreciate it. And you can check out our podcast if you want to listen to the recording of the show. Again, thank you to Josh Luce, Johnny, and Josh. Until next time, take full advantage of your amazing one life and make every single day count. listening to the one shot one life show. Visit one
0: shot one life.com to get a free download of our theme song. While you're there, learn how to connect with Doug on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter. Go there now. oneshotonelife.com and listen every Saturday morning at 11 right here on 1400 ninety nine three 993 KLIM.